What's up everyone? Mark Lobliner, TigerFitness.com, CEO, MTS Nutrition, alongside... Katie Lobliner. So guys, check it out. We, um, we have children. We do. We have children. And I also played football. In fact, football is the reason that pretty much I'm where I'm at right now. Football was my opportunity to get out of the situation I was in. Football was my opportunity to make it in life. Football has done so much for me. Football and the weight room were the two things that I think really transcended me beyond the fate that I had, which I think wasn't good. It was a fate that probably would have left me dead. And football got me out of that, so I have nothing. But the game of football is something that I love, that I will always love and I will always cherish. However, I played at a different time when this wasn't an issue. And we kind of wanted to address this as parents. There's so much going on in the world right now. There's race riots in Charlottesville, Virginia. You guys are hearing everybody's opinion on that, right? This is something that's more, as a parent, you need to think about this because the concussion expert who actually the, um, that movie with Will Smith came out with, right? Now he says letting kids play football should be considered child abuse. And I'll read the article. defined as under 18, right? 18 and under? Um, People's children. Basically, he wants people to keep their child from playing sports. Do you want me to read some of this article so that people understand? So that there's some background about the science behind it. All right, cool. So this guy, um, again, um, this is the guy who they made a movie about with Will Smith. When you get a movie and Will Smith... Have seen that movie We have not seen Concut, no. When you get a movie made by made about you and Will Smith plays you, you're a badass. Yeah, we should uh, play like, that on Amazon. Like, it. this is the dude, right? So the doctor who discovered CTE believes that letting anyone under 18 years old play football should be considered child abuse. Dr. Bennett Omalu, a neuropathologist and expert in the study of the effects of concussions, recently reacted to the study that found 110 of 111. That's beyond 99%. Yeah. Former NFL players had their brains donated, suffered from chronic traumatic encephalopathy. He said that letting children play football is the definition of child abuse and doesn't believe there's any way to make the sport safer. And I will go on and read more of this. Um, Someday, there will be a district attorney who will prosecute for child abuse on the football field, and it will succeed. Omalu said during an event in New York, according to Sports Illustrated, it is the definition of child abuse. If you play football and if your child plays football, there's 100% risk of exposure. There's nothing like making football safer. Safer, that's a misnomer. Omalo's life and findings of concussions was recently dramatized in the movie Concussion with Will Smith. Again, like I said, this isn't just like me saying something like, hey, football makes you stupid, right? Like, look at me now. You know, this is a dude who's like, when Will Smith, like, Will Smith played Muhammad Ali. And then he played this dude. Like, Will Smith is the dude. Like, we just watched a Will Smith. We're watching, watching one right now. Will Smith is the dude. Like, um, so Omalo doesn't believe there's anything the NFL can do to make the game safe for his player. And even if it was, the league would only be focused on their own bottom line. The league is a corporation, he said. What do corporations do? Make money. They're not there to provide health care or perform research. That's not what they're there to do. They're selling product. If they feel they need to make changes, they're making calculated changes. That will enhance their bottom line. A little anti-capitalism going on from uh, the good doctor there. Yeah. <coughs> so the first thing I think uh, about when 
after you've read that is, so that was NFL players. Those are full-grown adults. Now, we're talking about... They could have been playing football from an early age, though, in their defense. They could have been, but I, I would say most likely all of them had not. I think that Pop Warner football is probably a new thing in the last... 20 years. I played right? Pop Warner football. So what I'm thinking is like, okay, so if that's the damage that happened to adults, what happens to eight-year-old boys that are starting to play contact football and jarring their brains at such a young age? I mean, are we going to find in, in, you know, a hundred years when they study their brains, you know, are they going to be far worse? Or are they going to be, you know, the, this is a new thing, right? The CT. The CT. Right? Now it's been studied in football and here's the difference, right? See, football is a collision sport, whereas soccer and basketball are contact sports. Soccer, you have constant, like, little knickknacks. Like, you run into somebody, you elbow somebody, you throw a shoulder, whatever. Football, you have two really big guys right. running really fast Every into each other. single play With is, pads. Here's the know? thing, though. Um, I don't have the direct statistic, but what's your opinion on soccer, then? Soccer, um, here's the deal has just as much head trauma as football, percentage-wise, I believe. Um, I don't know if they... I don't think they've done the CTE studies on soccer. However, what... From my experience and our experience, the soccer trauma isn't necessarily from the headers, which is just constant, like, small head traumas. Mostly falling. It's mostly from getting kicked in the head or falling, and that can happen to anyone. Well, I think if you're going to say that, you know, it's child abuse for... If you let your children play football, it's like this fine line with like, just like talking about like the gender stuff and, you know, everything has this fine line. If you're going to say child, you know, football for kids is child abuse, then kids are going to start saying, people are going to start saying, okay, ice hockey can be considered child abuse. Or like you said, soccer or basketball. Or, I mean, everyone's going to have an opinion on it. Um, soccer. I'd say 99% of the kid players don't wear head protection. It exists, but I don't know if they've proven that that head protection does anything for them in soccer. As you know, Katie, I'm not a big fan of wearing protection in any area of life. I mean, our daughter, the first year she played soccer here in Illinois, she was like pushed down, trip. She fell, she face planted on the ground. She didn't hit her head, but she did break her tooth. I mean, everything has a risk. So I can see... How some people say, oh, well, if you're going to say football does this, you know, is child abuse, then what about this? What about this? In fact, the day I read this article, um, our local community has a What's Happening in Elgin Facebook page. And someone posted something about CTE. And there, when I read it, there was probably 50 comments at that point. And I read through them just because it was, you know, what we had been talking about that day. And I'd say 45 of the 50 comments were like, oh, come on, you know, don't let your kids be such you know, babies and, and like, you know, now what's next? And, you know, just totally making a joke uh, of it. Like this research isn't valid and it is valid. This is, you know, scientific. It's not about being pussies. It's about taking all the available data we have and making educated decisions as parents. Yeah. Now, I do not believe the government or any board should tell us how to raise our kids. I do believe that we should make recommendations. Football, like it or not, is American pastime. Soccer is American pastime. Well, no, it's not. Soccer, we just are trying to get going here. Okay, soccer's a sport that we play in America. Yeah. <clears throat> that we somehow stole the name football, so we had to call it soccer, even though it should be called football. Hockey, extremely jarring, extremely physical. Lacrosse, I heard fools be getting hit in the head all the I time with those rugby. balls. Rugby's crazy. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Football, 
what I let my kids play football, I think when they're in high school, and I echo, I echo James Harrison of the Pittsburgh Steelers, one of the greatest, most hardy. Um, he's a Hall of Famer, linebacker of all times. Like the the guy is 38 years old, still banging. When asked if he would let his kids play, if he would let his kids play football, he said no, not until high school. And even then, I'd encourage them not to play football. The reason is he knows what happens. I think a lot of sports parents, to my what I've seen as a soccer dad, are living their lives vicariously through their kids. And I think that they want to see little Billy run on the football field. I am wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly against kids six years old, eight years old, playing Pop Warner football. I, my, my parents would not let me play. For some reason, my parents said an arbitrary age of 11. Um, I have no idea why. But my mom's Polish. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck she was thinking. But the bottom line is I'm glad they did. Because, I mean, dude, I got five concussions. Like, my business partner's the same way. He had brain surgery because of injuries sustained from football. And he only played, he played Division I college ball at University of Cincinnati. But dude will always have a scar in the back of his head. He will never be able to ride roller coasters. And he'll, oh, he's been having issues. And who's to, like, with his, with vertigo and stuff, who's yeah. to say that's not from football? And I mean, he got the letter because they, they sent out letters to all former D1 players who played a high college football and above about a class action lawsuit for concussions. He got that letter. Who was the class action lawsuit going to be against? I didn't look at the form. He's just yeah, like, cool, that, maybe I'll be getting paid. In that thread I was reading, I was telling you about one of the people brought up, like, what's next? Are people going to sue the equipment manufacturers that make helmets and pads because they're not protecting enough? You know, it's like, what's next? So... Uh, here, here's the deal. I'm, I'm just reading some comments on our Instagram. Soccer has more concussions than football. Chris, I'm not. I'm not denying that it does. But the level of jarring and the neuron death related to the degree of concussion, yeah. and soccer concussions are normal. Like from my, I don't have the statistics. I don't even know if there is a statistic. It's just concussion. But everybody, I've never met a guy anybody who's had concussion from heading the ball. They've had concussions from getting kicked in the head, and that's just going to happen. Um, the, the amount of trauma, and, and I don't know, um, well, this, this gentleman's name is, is Chris Wind. Chris, I don't know if you've ever played football, but I remember, hold on, keep talking. I remember when I was a kid, I got it right here. We used to judge, we used to judge football, how good you played by what we call stick marks. If they were in the back, that's a bad thing. Here's my football helmet, right? This is my high school football helmet, y'all. Don't tell the high school I stole it. Okay, check it out. I'm going to go show the camera right here. Statue limitation is over. All right, here we go. Look at that. That's Compton Centennial. Um, this is Beverly Hills. Fuck them. Okay? This is what we played for. We played with our heads. And I don't know if they're still doing that, but we went for stick marks. Well, soccer, when you header a ball, you're trying to header it so you're hitting it properly just like our kids are playing club soccer right now and cammy's u12 now so headers will be okay but under u12 headers are not okay but that and causes I, more problems right when they try to avoid a ball coming at them they're going like this and they're slot you know trying to avoid the ball which is causing them to crash into other players or them fall because they're going to get um, a penalty called on them if they accidentally header the ball or if they you know and here's the thing though 
Like, at that age, there's no girls kicking the ball with enough velocity to get a really good header. If you watch a game, like in the pros, that ball's coming at like 800 miles an hour. There's very few girls under 11 years old who can even kick the ball to midfield yeah. from a punt. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not the degree of, of it, it goes up. So, obviously, as the, as the brain centers, as, as your frontal lobe closes, and it all gets all friggin' what, I'm not a scientist, right? But I think that it's kind of in correlation with the strength of the kick, yeah. right? You know, like when you get older, you're able to sustain a better kick. Like for example, Cammy still can't, Cammy's a beast. She deadlifts 135 pounds for 20 reps today. She can't sit in the front seat because her bones aren't developed enough. Right. Like the bones are just not developed at that age. I don't care if the kid's the biggest, strongest, baddest motherfucker on the planet. Bottom line is he's just not developed enough so well, here, I mean, just take that for example. At the pediatricians this week, they said that the state of Illinois doesn't recommend kids in the front seat to 14. Okay, but you'll let an eight-year-old, but an eight-year-old playing pop Warner football, like what they're saying is because the um, the airbag, the force of it coming out, the damage it could do to them is, you know, pretty severe because their bones are. That's developed. still less than so, a dude right, running full because, speed yeah, in Yeah, two eight-year-old boys running head first or you know bodies at each other that's a pretty hard impact. man when i was when i was 11 my parents and i lived in the high desert and i, I still remember we were playing this we used to kick their ass they used to have a dirt field because they couldn't go grass there it's a place in california y'all from cali ever have a place called trona they cannot grow grass we play it on a dirt fucking field no because of all the fucking chemicals and shit because oh, okay. they harvest sulfur it's sulfur okay. mines okay so the ph of the soil is all fucked up yeah so i remember going there and they have some big fucking Cro-Magnon looking motherfuckers there, right? And I remember even at that age, this kid weighed about, a, I, I thought there was a weight limit, whatever it was, that motherfucker was over it. And I remember getting hit by that fool. I got fucking cracked. I don't think an airbag is gonna bring the degree that that fucking Cro-Magnon brought to me that day. That Cro-Magnon, that Neanderthal fucking knocked the shit out of me. All right, um, now here's the deal. I'm presenting why my kids aren't playing football. Okay. Well, Thomas I, is nine and a half and weighs 54 pounds. Hey, he's Preston. Six, he's in the sixth percentile, so put him up against a kid that's in the hundredth percentile. You know what? He's just going to... Holy crap. Yeah, but here's the deal. I weighed 280 in high school. I was hitting backs who right, weighed and, one, and 130. Look at you in high school. You were big, huge, and look how many injuries you had. I mean... That's because I played stupid. I was undersized, and, and I tried to... And you I, and I, no, I was, I was a lineman who dropped back into coverage. I was an idiot. Okay, here's the deal. And anyway, most of my concussions came on kickoff. You want to get rid of concussions, get rid of the fucking kickoff. Mm. All right, here's the deal. Bottom line is they're touching back anyway 90% of the time on, kick, on kickoff. So who gives a fuck, right? Here's the deal. For me, my kids, when they go into high school, if Thomas comes to me and says, look, because Thomas is fast as fuck, that motherfucker is the quickest little bitch you'll ever see in your life running, right? Like, Thomas came to me and said, hey, dad, I want to, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the fucking starting running back for the freshman football team at uh, whatever fucking high set central. I'm going to be like, sweet, fucking do it, bro. You're a freshman, but here's what might happen. Like, hey, look at my score on my knee. Oh, by the way, why don't you go talk to Uncle Chad over there in Ohio and he'll tell you all about his fucking Velcro head, right? <laughs> All right, I mean, he calls it a zipper head or whatever because yeah. it, it, like it looks like there's like a zipper. It, does. it looks like you could open up the back of his head. The thing is, his funny story about how cheap my partner is, he's going to love yes, this when he listens. 
is that it would have been cheaper, but he got like a, a $500 credit on his surgery because they had like some experimental stitching. Like they glued it instead of stitched it or something. I, I, or, yeah, I, was, I think they used fucking they like, like a plastic surgeon. They used like gorilla glue on that yeah, motherfucker yeah. or something. Um, bottom line is in high school, yes, but I do not think kids don't have the reason. Like, here's the thing. You want to know why, why Cammy played soccer? And why Thomas played soccer? Because we had friends who played soccer. And they're like, hey, soccer sounds cool. At six years old, there's not one kid who's going to be like, football. And maybe he is, but then he can be like, hey, you know what? Later on, you're a little bit too small. Why don't you all play, I don't know, like soccer or, or t-ball or or something that doesn't require padding so you can run into people hey if you really want to run into people we get one of those bubble suits and you can fucking get at it with your bros you know here's the deal that's our opinion but you know what i'm not one of those who i'm not going to call it child abuse you know what child abuse is? Child abuse is feeding your kids fucking McDonald's every yeah. day. Child abuse is fucking having your kids sit down and not exercise all day. That's fucking child abuse. Football is not child abuse. Football is activity. Our obesity rate is high. And it's not, obesity rate's gonna kill more people than fucking yeah. CET is gonna do to a fucking concussion. Here's the deal. We're worried about fucking concussions among kids. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do something about our fucking obesity rate? Why don't we do something about the fact that schools only have fucking PE for 20 minutes, three times a fucking week, if they even have PE? Why don't we do something about the fact that their lunch program is fucking bullshit and all fucking Obama's fucking program did is make the serving smaller of shittier foods and did nothing to address the fucking inherent problem with the school system and what they're feeding our kids, okay? That's why our kids pack their lunch. But let's say our schools are public schools okay bottom line is some kids can't fucking afford lunch if we're gonna have taxes to provide lunches we should at least have some people who can fucking run it and know what the fuck they're doing and not these fucking bullshit government fucking dietitians we need to fix the obesity rate we can't come at fucking football right now we can't go off at pop warner and call it child abuse no child abuse is child abuse when i go to kroger and see a woman shoving her fucking cart with little debbie snacks and paying with goddamn food stamps that's fucking child abuse that's child abuse you want to fucking come at a sport dude concussions among children look here's the deal they might get a little fucked up in the head i think it's still better than fucking having diabetes or any other lifestyle diseases that we are striking our kids it's just fucking giving to our children at a young age before the 1980s and the bullshit fucking food guide pyramid came out a childhood diabetes was a fuck what the fuck is that what the fuck is how the fuck do kids get diabetes what they did is they made everything low fat the sugar lobbyists came in and they fucked up our entire fucking country and the government did it so you know what this guy this doctor is a fucking doctor and he's a head doctor but he doesn't deal with diabetes and obesity okay he knows what he knows and he knows that fucking running into people is fucking bad for you fucking bad for you guess what it fucking is you know what else is bad you know what else is bad fucking telling your kids healthy eating's good you know why oh there's a potential lead to orthorexia you know what 100 percent chance you feed your kids fucking mcdonald's and burke every day they're gonna fucking have bad health 100 percent fucking chance that shit's gonna bite them in the ass in the future it's gonna bite them in the fucking ass so here's the deal there's a lot of shit that's wrong but there's shit that's fucking more wrong and the bottom line is bottom fucking line is this is fucked up okay concussions are fucked up but guess what our kids do stupid shit they get injured doing stupid shit 
Our daughter fucking microwaved gum. Like we are and attentive burned, parents. And burned her finger. Our kids are outside fucking each other's legs up, hitting each other in the head. Guess what? At least they have fucking pads on. Okay. Yeah, Tammy did a face plan on her razor scooter. Like she just tripped and fell, and that's why she has a scar now on her chin, her arms, her knees. Just... You know what football did for me? And this is why I, I, I don't want my kids playing ball, because they don't fucking have to. Right? Football was my only way into college. Mm-hmm. It was my only way into college. And I fucking love the game. I love every part of it. When I watch football, I'm not rooting for the Steelers. I'm not rooting for the Patriots. I'm rooting for the fucking offensive guard to fucking make his block on the linebacker. I love the fucking game. I'm a student of the fucking game. I couldn't tell you who the fuck won the top fucking divisions last year. I, all I know is the political shit. I know that Kaepernick's fucking doing some shit and he, everybody's racist. Honestly, it's like, I don't give a fuck. I like the game. I'll watch arena football just because I'm intrigued by the fact that how the fuck are they playing on a basketball court? Like, it's for me, I'm a fucking student of the game. Football is a magical fucking amazing American pastime that did so much for me. But it also contributed to a lot of the ailments I have today. But guess what? Our nephew with his fucking arm... Guess what? When he's fucking 30 years old, he might not be able to straighten his arm because he's playing so much baseball. Our daughter, there's a fucking great chance her ACL by the time she's 20 years old is going to fucking fall apart. Every sports has has its hazards. It is what it fucking is. Bottom line is it's activity. It's family fun. Like, look, look, there's a lot. Of, like, I see it and I'm like, fucking these parents let their kids play pop Warner. But guess what? You go around our little fucked up suburban neighborhood, see everything like, hey, Panthers, that's the local fucking Pop Warner team, right? And it has their little names on it. First thing I'm thinking is, I hope your kid enjoys head trauma. But then I'm like, you know what? It's a sense of community. It's a sense of pride. And what football teaches above head trauma, it taught me teamwork. It taught me citizenship. And it taught me, guess what? You know what it teaches people? If you go to a high school like we went to, and out here after I helped that team the other year, I realized not all high schools are ethnically diverse. Well, they were. They actually had pretty, for for that town, having one kid who wasn't white was just amazing. But here's the deal. Didn't matter if you were a blood, where, where I'm from, a blood or a crit. Didn't matter if you were black, white, Mexican. And this is what I always say about the gym. If you're on that football field and you're playing a team with a different jersey color, it doesn't matter. I don't know if you all seen that movie um, about with, with The Rock when he was, uh, I saw it on an airplane. We was coaching that team um, that was a prison team. It was literally Juvie Hall and they played high school oh, yeah. teams and they, and they beat their ass. Yeah. And here's the deal. That's so fucking real. Dude, we had shit. Like, I have stories about that. Like, you have a guy you fucking hate or a guy from a rival gang or a guy who might not like white people mm-hmm. in my case. And guess what? He put his hands right on my dick and took the snap like any other quarterback would. And guess what? When I'm running upfield, it doesn't matter if he's from this neighborhood or I'm from that neighborhood. If that motherfucking linebacker's coming at him, I'm going to get his ass. If he's fucking stood up at the goal line, I'm going to push him over. Football and sports, that's the reason why I got so fed up with that Kaepernick bullshit. The one, the two places in life I never saw any bigotry, any racism, at least with your own team, is when you were on that field. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then we brought politics into fucking football. And that's so far beyond this topic. But you know what? Time and place for everything, I just think. That's why, look, the NFL ratings were down, and most people said 28% that that was the reason why. 
And it fucking pissed me off too. Look, I watch fucking Fox Business News and C and and us. Um, what is that shit? CNBC. I watch all the business things and politics rear their ugly head in that. But here's the deal. When I watch football, I don't want to be reminded about the shit that goes on in the world. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, these fucking, you know, you, you don't use, that's not the political platform place. Ray Lewis actually did a video about that. He did a, a tweet to Kaepernick the other day. It was great. He's like, look, dude. He's like, you can say all the shit you will, because they posted a picture of Ray Lewis and said he was basically a slave to the owner of the Ravens. And Ray Lewis is like, look, dude, I pray for you, but there's a fucking time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't say fucking. That was my word. But here's the deal, guys. Look, family fun, activity, you know, I, you know, going to the pro games, having a favorite team, it just leads to family. Like, we always talk about family dinner. Like, what if... Your kid has a favorite team. You take him to fun. My dad, I'll never forget. He took me to watch. My dad went to University of Miami. Took me to watch a Miami Hurricanes game. Um, and, and I mean, my dad, you know, he died when I was pretty young. So, I mean, that's one of my fondest memories mm-hmm. is going and seeing Miami play San Diego State. Miami won 31 to 30. You know, I'll never forget that day. So, that's my thing. There's inherent risk in everything. The risk is much higher with football. But the fact we're getting these kids off their fucking asses and we're teaching them these life lessons that no other sport does. Look, basketball is 5v5. You pass to someone, they score. Until you're fucking in the trenches with someone, blocking for someone, sharing a locker room, sharing showers, which is a little bit gay, um, (laughs) with someone. I mean, there's just something about teaching that kind of brotherhood and camaraderie despite, regardless of what your background is and where you're from. That football does so much. It did so much for me as a human being. So I know, you know, I I know this far beyond the scope, but like, I think the life lessons taught in football far outweigh the negatives. Now, I still don't, I still, those are life lessons that hopefully we could teach our kids without that kind of trauma. But guess what? Most parents can't. Mm -hmm. So that's just my thing. Katie, I kind of rambled. I'm going to stop you are extremely passionate about football. <laughs> well, if you recall, after I hurt my knee, I couldn't watch football for like seven years. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I mean, so you look at what football does and what, it, what it's done for the country, you know? And I mean, if you look at some of the, the, the coolest, like, you look at moments in history, like football, you know, you Isn't look at times the, like... Um, Super Bowl, the- most watched thing on TV. I believe it is. I mean, I think World Cup probably takes it over. I'm not sure. I haven't haven't really paid attention to that. That's why they get such high um, prices for commercials and stuff, because it's the most watched. Could be. But, um, you know, I think that, you know, again, they had a rough year last year because politicizing football. But hopefully they get over that. But as far as as far as it's concerned, I want to hear your guys' comments. You know, we have the comments section, YouTube, and I don't know what the fuck they do on iTunes. But uh, let us know. I think you can comment. You can comment on iTunes. I don't know. We have never looked back at our comments on iTunes, apparently. <laughs> I just I just set it and forget it, man. It goes straight <laughs> to SoundCloud and populates. Um, so that's, that's the thing. I think this is a cool topic to talk about. Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, let us know your thoughts. And um, also, just FYI, the best comments on YouTube, on this YouTube video I'm going to be posting on YouTube, get pinned. The pinned comments get a free t-shirt. So just, uh, just a little incentive for you guys. Look, it's not a lot. It's a $20 t-shirt. But like we give away gift cards a lot. 
like in this video too. <laughs> if you if you you know sign up, there's a chance. We just gave away twenty the other day. People be like, oh, it's only fifty dollars. Like you realize twenty. How much that adds up? That's a thousand dollars a week. I'm giving away in gift cards just from the videos. Wow. Thousand dollars, man. Yeah. Anyway, um, quick update. Real weights for real heroes is next week. If you're watching this after that, you can probably week, see the footage somewhere. One week from today, August 19th, 2017. We're up to 33, almost $33,000 in yep, donations. The, the bidding site is up. People have started to make bid, um, bids on our auction items, which is very cool. Um, we'll have t-shirts for sale. Those will be available online. Yeah, I'm really excited because we actually did an event for the 22. And the 22 is basically, I thought it was just about PTSD, but I talked to the guy who owns it. Today at the Champions yeah. Barbell Club. Cammy and I did a deadlift exhibition with powerlifters. So I did 600 for three and she did 135 for 20. She made me look like a bitch. So anyway, um, so basically what it's about is reintegrating veterans into society and giving them free gym memberships. And they're partnered with over 200 gyms, oh, this cool. organization. But we had such a great time. It's kind of a warm up for us. There's only like 20, 30 people. We'll have 200, 300 people next week yeah. at the minimum. So we look forward to everybody helping us. And um, what's funny is I've had a lot of anti-military flack on this. And <clears throat> I'm, 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 I understand like calling Americans, American soldiers, baby killers. These are actual Americans. I looked at their accounts calling the people who make them safe in this country baby killers and this and that. And I'd like to just address that on this podcast, if anybody's still listening to that. Um, we are pro-military. Tiger Fitness is pro-military. MTS Nutrition is pro-military. My mother served with an allied country, Israel, and I was raised as a first-generation American to love my country because it's the best damn country in the world, period. If you don't agree with it, simple. Don't fucking come here. Let us believe what we want to believe. At the end of the day, I love America. And I love our troops. And I might disagree 90... I'm an, uh, look, I'm an isolationist at the end of the day. I'm a libertarian. For the most part, we might have to fuck up some North Korean shit soon. Yeah. But here's the deal. Look, if he has an interballistic missile that can hit us, we have to hit him first. It is what it is. So here's the deal. Simple. If you are against us raising money for veterans and you are against veterans and you think they're evil people in general, you can eat a dick. And I stand behind, I'm making that statement on behalf of every company I'm with. They might not use the same verbiage, I will, but I will. If you are not, if you do not, if you do not agree with us, it's fine. You keep your viewpoint. Guess what? You not liking veterans, that right you have to not like veterans was afforded to you by the veterans who fight for our freedoms that we have every day. You know, it's funny, someone asked me the other day, hey, are you free on Tuesday? I said, yeah, I'm also free every other day. This is fucking America. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks so much for watching. Um, I completely fucked up this podcast. It's supposed to be a two-person thing. It's kind of like sex, I was doing all the work. You know I'm right. <laughs> I'll just pretend like I'm not here because I said like two sentences. <laughs> yeah, just like sex. Half the time, half the time I'm alone anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'll be alone tonight. It sounds like sounds like a plan. Anyway, guys, Mark Lobliner, TigerFitness.com, America. Katie Lobliner, MTS Nutrition, TigerFitness.com. <laughs> That's not a game. <laughs>